Hello guys, welcome to our first podcast. Um, Hello. I'm Athena. I'm Bailey. Um, so this is our first time doing podcasts and stuff, and basically how we kind of got started was, this is just our thoughts and opinions, our late night chats, this is just stuff that we talk about at like 2am and then just, it just kind of goes on for hours and hours. Yeah. I mean, we just like, we were sitting at the kitchen counter just after a rough week just talking like, about random things yeah we just we start spiraling it's like we start talking she asked me what my favorite disney movie was and then we started talking about like gun violence, gun violence. yeah it's crazy yeah so we just kind of like jump from different topic to topic and uh, like i said it's just opinions and basis so uh it's nothing really that we try not to get nothing too too formal right it's nothing just, too really formal. just our thoughts yeah it's opinions. just our thoughts yeah. um we don't really like to put labels on anything. We just kind of have generic thoughts, but yet it kind of just interludes with each other and just kind of connects. So, Bailey, yeah. you want to start off with a little intro of yourself? Okay, um, I'm Bailey. Happy. <laughs> yes, I am. My dad is from Ghana. I mean, that's where the goofy name comes from. Not goofy, but you know what I mean. Out of the blue, not American. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> and I go to Quinnipiac University with Athena here. I am a applied business major because I don't know exactly what I want to do. I'm like 90% sure. And then my minor is business analytics. So That's awesome. I'm really interested in that. It's like I get to do puzzles for the rest of my life. Well, it's good that you kind of have like you... I have an idea. Because it took you a minute to figure out what you wanted to yeah, do in life. I went through a little crisis. Yeah, so. I feel like we all do sometimes. Yeah. So, but business... Analytics is really good. It's a really interesting topic, especially yeah. going on with today's base and stuff. And the we whole pandemic so many and jobs now, for too. sure. Yeah, hundred percent. And nobody wants to do that job, so nobody. I'm not gonna lie, make pretty good money. Yeah. So I mean, and I am very interested in it. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm Athena, as you guys know, Athena Shrigos. Um, Wait till you hear her major. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing crazy, but um, I am a pre med student at Quinnipiac University. I'm majoring in biochemistry. Um, I would love to be an orthopedic surgeon. Kind of had a little great awakening, if you want to call it that. So my sophomore year in high school, I just had a completely career uh, change plan, if you want to call it that. Change of pace, change of plans. I feel so, like everybody has a big change. Yeah. Last, last year, I was a fucking like, bio major. Yeah, I mean, we all kind of have like our little personal yeah. stuff that kind of happens. So that definitely impacted what I would love to do. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's kind of it. Mm-hmm. I guess that's good for the intro. Yeah. And like I said, we're going to Quinnipiac University, if I didn't mention that before. We are both sophomores. Um... We are currently speaking from our suite. And yeah, so I guess just overall for our podcast, we'll be talking for the most part every Wednesday, um, middle of the week, kind of middle thoughts. So I guess you can put it in terms of that. We're talking on a Wednesday, but we might upload on Thursday. Right. So for you, it might be Thursday. Right. But for the most part, this is live Wednesdays. Yeah. Um, So one of the things that before we, you know, we talk about getting a podcast stuff, we started talking about, like I said, we talked about Disney movies and whatnot. Um, And I just, I I just think it's great how when we speak and stuff, it just, everything just kind of connects and we just jump back and forth between like different topics and stuff. It's just crazy to me. Um, But yeah. 
I feel like now that we're recording, we don't know what to say. I know. I <laughs> know. It's crazy. This is our first podcast, too, and stuff. Um, so, yeah, both Bailey and I, we kind of have, like, different backgrounds stuff, like, culturally. And yeah. uh, I think that is the one thing that I love about our friendship and stuff. And I think it can kind of go for other people. You can find a lot of solace and... I think, like, I'm a firm believer in, like, differences bring people together. I think but it's I mean, great. But I mean, also, obviously, completely... Oh, for sure, yeah, apart. but I think for the most part... Because you always have something to say. You always and do. And you learn about the other person. You always do. I love things like that, just having empathy and emphatic feelings, and yeah. that's one of the things that I love about, um... That's like, uh, do you see TikToks? They're like, um, as an empath, I sense that you like pink. <laughs> no, yeah. I think you're angry. Right, yeah. I just, I think that's one of the things that I personally love about my major as well is that, you know, you have these, all these different pre-medical students and stuff. I just had a, a session tonight, a pre-med session about, you know, future things that would happen in the group or whatever. And, you know, not every single person was alike you have different people from different cultural backgrounds mm-hmm. and just this I whole like diversity i love it i think that's great because yeah. you can learn so many new things and i love learning new things about people i think that that's really i, I think people are just so interesting it's how you get educated like they really it's how you are. educate yourself yeah, yeah. I, I think that there's a great value of education when it comes to just learning about people's differences and whatnot 100 percent. yeah and that is for business 100 like percent yeah there's so the many roof. different things that like oh, you can yeah. do with business it's for crazy. sure yeah and not one person you're sitting with is like doing like t- yeah she's business analytics oh, i didn't she? know that and her dad like kind of brought the idea to her like a couple oh. years ago and i was like i didn't know about business analytics until four months ago interesting and, like now i'm super passionate about it she's the first person i met see that, that's that's empathy yeah yep i think that's great i haven't found anybody else that's like into analytics yeah yeah Everybody is so different. I know. HR, management, all right. sorts of things. Right. Yeah. It's, business is a very generic major as well and stuff. I yeah. just, there's so many things that you can do. Mm-hmm. I feel like with bio and stuff too, when you have something that, I feel like if you can, if you have a very generic major and you know you that can do it's anything. generic, you can do anything. Also, and you, like, if you, you can narrow it down, too. that's even better. Yeah. Yeah. So many things that you can do with that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things that I love about Quinnipiac is that it's a, um, it's a school where they may specify they have one thing that is great, but there's just so many other majors that you can do here. And I think, I think that's one of the that's things like that's why the I picked thing about it. The schools, the curriculums in each major are amazing. Yeah. Like they're really good. You have these no other schools around that are like, I don't know. They like specialize in like business or yeah. nursing. But that's the only thing that they're good at. Yeah. You know? The Quinnipiac is just, they have an all-around great... Um, like, they are known for medical and business, but, like, even if you study something else, you're still getting, like, an amazing education. Yeah. You honestly do pay for what you get. You do. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, education-wise, it's great. Yeah, I, definitely. I like, and the community is very welcoming, I think. It is. Yeah, yeah it is good. I like it. I just love diversity. I, that's really big with yeah. me, and I think that... When I looked up to Quinnipiac, I was like, the diversity here is great. Because mm-hmm. if you have, you know, schools that are very, like, segregated and it's just, like, mm-hmm. the color vanilla. Like, everyone has, like, their... Everyone loves the... Uh, they have their favorite flavor ice cream is vanilla. It's boring. Yeah. It's lame. You don't learn anything. You don't get educated. Don't get me wrong. Vanilla is good. Vanilla is great. Vanilla's Nothing wrong with that. But you want people who, who like strawberry or chocolate or mint chocolate Butter chip. Butter pecan. Butter pecan. Cookie dough. All the good flavors. Yeah. Um, but, yeah... So I think it's good. Um, you have a very good podcast voice. 
Thank you. Yeah. So do you. Are you kidding me? Really? I Yes, hate- come no. on. I'm not listening to this recording. You're the <laughs> only person who's going to listen to this no, recording. No, I hate on. my voice. I, like, I sound so gross. You should hear me on the phone. With the little Animal Crossing character. Yeah, but not cute, just like low pitched. It's like, you guys ever played Animal Crossing out there? Found my little Animal Crossing um, lovers. It's the best game in the world. It's amazing. There's so I much to do. There's so much to do. Like, it's crazy. This is how you spend hours on that. Yeah, and then I have my mentor here. She, I, I call her up. I'm like, wait, Athena, you can make food? And then she's like, <laughs> you need wheat and sugar cane. And I'm like, how do I get wheat and sugar cane? I will say this, though. The old Animal Crossing was kind of nostalgic for me, but I feel like the New Horizons one, that's kind of where that's at. You can do that's so much on That's where I started, there. so I don't yeah. have the nostalgia. Yeah. Maybe in, like, five years. Yeah. But what they're doing is great. I know. It's, I think it's fun. I started out on the mobile app, and like I fell in love with that. And then I got the Switch for Christmas, and I was like, I hadn't thought playing it. Just, the first day I went without playing it was when I came back to school, because like obviously, like right, you know, you can't get a degree playing animal right. Crossing. You know what I think is really cool? I just speaking of games and stuff, the level of games that we grew up with. We started on yeah. like these little DSs and these Wiis and stuff like Remember that. Remember the Nintendo 3DS? Yes. yes I had the two. Oh my god. No, I remember that. I had um, this Nintendo DS XL. Mm-hmm. It was the DS, and it was, like, big. It was really big. Yeah. And I used to play, like, these little puppy games on there. Like... I had the PSP, the PlayStation Portable. Yeah, yeah. I oh, remember I had a game God. called Little Big Planet. He was so cute. His name was his name Sackboy. I, I didn't have that. <gasps> you didn't have that no. game? No. No, for some reason, this is the craziest thing that happened to it. I took the game out for two seconds. And for some reason, it ended up under, like, a rock, like, a decorative rock in my, oh my mom's God. bedroom. And, uh, and, like, I didn't, like, how did the disc move the rock? Like, I I'm, I was little, so I don't really know the full story. Oh, my but God, that's All so I remember funny. is that I took the game out, it ended up on the floor underneath a rock, and I could never play it again. How did that happen? That's I don't so know. weird. And there's no evidence either. I was, it's like, wacky. a child. I literally told my mom. My mom was like, oh, you probably, like, moved it. And I was like, no. And she didn't believe me. <laughs> She was like, um, it's okay. We'll get you a new one. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get a new one. That's but, too yeah. funny. I feel like, I don't know, the 90s. I, we, we were both born in 2002. But I mean, My sister was born in the 90s. So I, I played a lot of that. 90s games, like the I played, Spyro I and the Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought all that was fun. I love Frogger. We had the old PlayStation. I yeah. think it was like PlayStation 2. Yeah. Right? I had that one. That's yeah. the one I had. It's like the gray one. Yeah. Like it's like a little box. The sound, my brother though. Played, my brother played racing games, Forza. Like Forza. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I didn't yes. play that, but. Yes. Do you know the sound when you turn on the PlayStation 2? It makes a boom. Yeah. That crazy sound. I think it goes. Whoosh. I love that sound. Yeah. It's totally me when I wake up in the morning. Very I have to nostalgic. turn my brain on. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. I turn my brain on. I turn my, my brain on. It sounds like the intro of the PlayStation 2. My mom turns my brain on. Yeah. I get a call every morning. Yeah. Love you, mom. <laughs> Love you, mom. XO. Except for when I sometimes, you know, party too hard the night before. And then she's like, she told me, she's like, I can tell when you party because you don't answer my phone call. I'm like, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's I guess that's I'm not, I didn't tell her that, but yeah, you were right. I guess we can kind of, um, do you want to jump to like our little topic? We, I asked Bailey, we were eating, um, our little meal. It's not even a dinner. We had like nachos I had cheese and, and chips. Yeah. We didn't even have a meal, but I asked her what her favorite, um, 
Disney movie was. Yes, Monsters, Inc. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah. I just was obsessed with the movie. Is that Pixar? It's like Pixar Disney. Yeah, Pixar is Disney pretty much. I literally say it's... Everyone's like, no, it's different. I'm like, it's the same thing. Like, if Pixar is on the Disney Plus app, it's Disney. If it's in Orlando, it's Disney. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If it's in Orlando, it's Disney. Oh, I thought she was calling me. No, we were talking about before, Monsters, Inc. I was obsessed with it, and I can't remember if it was either Nemo or Monsters, Inc., but... One of them, there was a, like a thunderstorm and rainstorm, and I was like having a hissy fit over it. And I mean, I'm not saying that my mom gave me everything, but I was devastated because the movie would start skipping. Because what we did is, I don't remember, I don't know if you guys did this, but we would have DVDs and we put them in the wrong cases or we'd leave them out I would and do they'd that all get the time. scratched. I would do that all the time. And so the movie got all scratched up and I was having a little panic attack, so my mom went out to Blockbuster to get a new one, and she had to pay for the old one, and she got me a new movie. I can't remember if it was Nemo or Monsters, Inc., but I remember just having a hissy fit over that movie, and I was obsessed with it. And even now, it's just so, when I hear the music, the theme song, the doors. I love it. I think it's great. And I love that the little girl, Boo, she calls him Kitty. I'm going to have to do for, you're not, if you guys like the podcast you guys have to stay tuned i'll do my little Roz impression oh yeah that's this another one over podcast. here does is does i don't even know it's like acting and voice impressions impressions yeah it's kind of a maybe word. if we like we get some viewers we could do like tiktok things too that'd be you cool know? i know how they do the tiktok yeah thing. that'd be great yeah um you know i just realized though blockbuster like you realize when you have a pandemic like this it makes you realize do you know how disgusting that probably is if yeah. you think about blockbuster just we eat. learned about, we were talking about, well, we didn't learn about Blockbuster, we knew what it was, but we were talking about it, and how in, I think it was marketing, and they didn't hop on the bandwagon, they saw Netflix coming out, and Blockbuster could have been Netflix, but they didn't hop on the bandwagon of, good of, point, um, what is it, streaming, streaming services, services, right, they just closed down, they let it shut down, that is a good they point, could've actually. they could have been Netflix, if they been. hopped, like, they could have been Netflix or Hulu, they could have been one of the biggest streaming right. platforms, but they wanted, they wanted to hold on to the hard copy DVDs. That is a good point, And actually. that's why they all shut down. What class did you talk about then? I think it was marketing or management, but it makes more sense for marketing. Interesting. That happens with a lot of, we talked about Kodak cameras too, where um, right, with right. The, the disposables, the, I mean, right. people use them more now because like they're cool. But and like we like the everyone film. likes all that little vintage the crap vintage, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah but like, like even with the digital camera, like not even the digital camera. It's like a Polaroid. It was Polaroid. It was the Polaroids, and then it was also the like actual cameras. Ah, where, right. Like, you take because mm-hmm. like people don't need those anymore. You have your the phone. the the f- uh, like the film dispenser ones are the ones that. Uh, well, just like a nice oh. like a nice digital camera, you know? What I mean? Yeah. With like the lens. The Canon, and yeah, yeah, yeah Canon. Does it have those little yeah. ones? Yeah. The biggest thing that they, of their company that is selling is the printable like the little mini printers that print out pictures from your phone Mm -hmm. that's the only thing that is making them money right now oh yeah for sure because you think about all these old businesses and stuff and i feel like that just if they're not progressive they're just going to shut down no and and that that comes from a level of technological advancements as well we even see it today right now oh look at these these iphones look at these apple is completely taken over i mean even if you look at like what we were talking about before the whole thing with you know, our games and where we come yeah. from. We were playing on our little Nintendo 3DSs and this, and we have a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. I mean, you go from, so far. right, you go from these Canon little digital cameras to having an actual.
actual Canon lens on your all these new yeah. iPhone 13s and this and that and, and stuff. And now that's it's even insane. like Macy's. They they didn't oh, switch yeah. like to online fast enough. No, they didn't. So they everything shut down. Right. I mean, no, not not that they didn't switch it because you can buy stuff online at Macy's, but that's what like you can see the change. There's so many clothes that are the big ones that are closing. The big Macy's at Herald Square in uh, New York. Yeah, gone. Yeah, I was learning about it in my career planning class. He he told us how Walmarts are closing and Macy's are closing. Amazon. Yeah, there's these no, big like, name we're not brand be able to buy businesses online. Anymore. No, I mean in big, person, not in person. Right, not online, in person. This could make you like a little too deep and stuff. You know the movie Wally, right? I love. <laughs> I love that movie, but it makes me cry. But everything makes me cry. Listen to this one though. You know how everything's by and large. Yes. The supermarkets became by and large. Mm-hmm. Uh, their spaceship, what had the B and L logo on it, they basically got everything. That's Amazon. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. And this comes into and the fat people everywhere. Are us <laughs> like no, if you think around. about it, yeah, we and just then the planet. That's we become that so could be us. I know, and you think but about it. Right, and I was about to say that when we talk about climate change. That movie was way ahead of its time. Way ahead. Way ahead. It's crazy if you like look at everything now and stuff. It's, it's basically what's happening, what I, happened in the movie. Right, and it, it just fascinates me because you, you look at that from a kid's perspective. You're like, ooh, like, a little robot. A little robot, a little with a fancier robot and like this and that. Chairs yeah, eating all the time. But it's a serious thing. Yeah. It really is. And, you know, with climate change and whatnot, I mean, they... They basically went to the spaceship because if they, they put these little Wally robots out, and mm-hmm. if they found some sort of plant life, they would come back to Earth. Yeah. Little did they know that everything was just in garbage and pieces and what. I feel like that if we don't, this is my biggest fear. I feel that we will come to a point, and I feel like well, it is, it is now. Resources. That's what's going to happen. Right, and that we, be it, we will be too nature. late. It will be too late to save our environment. Yes. That is the biggest issue for me. And, you know, I, I do feel that it's coming into change to today, but Wait, I, I do think we are doomed at some times. And I, this conversation got honestly, really heavy and deep. Like, the thing that really turned us around was when they started producing plastic water bottles oh yeah water, like water like you know right. spring water bottles that's what like nobody knew what the cause and effect of that was 30 years ago when they came out for Look sure where we are now for sure even this um like disposable items that's what i mean like right. disposable plastic straws like you know and i even think um this kind of goes back to a late uh, a much 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 um historical period uh one of the things that i thought was really interesting was the industrial revolution, this gilded age, mm-hmm. this new progression of new inventions yeah. and this and that, you know, you're creating these new inventions and you think it's great and fabulous and wonderful. The, the amount of pollution like that if you think about these factories, I mean, look at the triangle shortwave factory, that whole incident with the women and they couldn't get out with the fires. That's a whole yeah, thing of pollution and stuff. And you know, you look at this and it's like, man, this is what we came from. This is what it's cost. It's like, a, like it's a, a generational thing of where we have to like pick up the pieces. Too. Right, we and have to pick up the pieces. These resources that we could use for yeah. other things. Oh, for sure. And that's what makes literally garbage. And it's and always it. too late because, so when you have like a generation, it's like this generation did this, the next generation has to fix it. This yeah. generation did that, the next gener- generation has to fix it. it. We have a lot of fix. At least we're aware of it. 
at least, and I think that we and had we a conversation no, with this, the whole thing with social media. Generation behind us. Right. It was a big thing with social media. Yeah. We're more exposed to things We're now. exposed to everything all the time. 24/7. We are. Because of these phones news, and the climate news, change, right. everything. Mm-hmm. Even with celebrities, you know, Kanye West and Kim. Mm. My heart Look goes out to them. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Um, I just think that it's social media is just such a big. It can be so impact. bad, but it can be so good. It's toxic. It really is. It is. It's it really toxic. is. It's like a little toxic relationship. You know, the goods are good, but when it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. Even you know, so me personally, I love the show The Golden Girls. That it's like one of my favorite TV shows ever. And you know, my heart aches for Betty White. I, I loved her seeing her. I've seen her on multiple different shows. Mary Tyler Walsh. Mary Tyler Moore show, my bad. Uh, Hot in Cleveland, The Golden Girls. When she, I seen little clips of her when she did the Betty White show back in the fifties and stuff. And it's just really sad to me because she was about to turn a hundred uh, this past they month in January. Her they planned her birthday back in the summertime. They're like Betty White's turning hundred. Like, wait a minute, no, no, no. It's in January. Social media was the first ones to speak out mm-hmm. about her passing. I didn't Instantly. even know it was real. Like, I saw it Instantly. On, I think I saw it on Snapchat, and I was like, no, there's no way. I was like, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. It hadn't no even way. been changed on Wikipedia. It, haven't, it hadn't been even changed on the thing yet, and there was already news articles saying that exactly. she passed away. It's disgusting to me. It really has. And I, I so love her. It's so invasive. It's invasive. Even Bob Saget, when he passed away, everyone's like... How did he pass? Blah, 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 blah. So, so, um, it was so quick. It just happened. Like it was so sudden. Mm -hmm. Social media was the, one of the first people to know about it. Like there's just no boundaries there. It's like, give the family, who are they grieving with some time? Yeah. It it shouldn't be social media. And I feel like this is again, going to technological advances. There's both a positive and a negative effect here. Like a magnet. Somehow it both attracts. Yeah. But there's still a level it's of... It's also just inevitable, too. Right. If you're famous, everybody's going to know what's going on. Exactly. You can't hide it. Kanye and Kim. Look at that. Yeah. Yep, exactly. 100%. It's crazy to me that it's social media is probably... And we just all have come into, like, this bubble, practically. We're all in this bubble. We're stuck in this... This, I can't put it into words, and but... it's crazy because all of our lives are online. Dependent. I mean, we depend. I can't even leave my dorm without having a phone in my hand because if yeah. something goes wrong, who am I going to contact? Exactly. I mean, like, I mean, no one can... That's what we have been molded and shaped into. Yeah. And just with all the crazy shit that's happening in the world. Oh, yeah. Like, not even just the social media aspect. But, like, I mean, I might get bored in class and scroll through Instagram, but, like, I, I can't even leave the house without needing to, like my resource to contact someone if I'm exactly to get like murdered or something right everything like right. no one's safe like like yes race and stuff is all you know big factor but nobody's safe nobody's safe nope no. nobody's safe nobody's safe at all and that definitely comes from a level of um community and what's going on in the community because yeah. you know social media plays a big impact in the community obviously but when you have issues that go on in the community and then it kind of just takes us away being like, oh, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should prepare myself more. Maybe with the phone thing going yeah. out, maybe I should have my phone so if anything happens in contact. And that just kind of progressed over the years mm-hmm. and years for sure. Like I don't even run to a gas station real quick just without my phone. I don't Because either. I don't know what's going to happen in the 10 seconds of me grabbing a candy bar or me paying for gas. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Even when I go pump gas, my phone's right in my pocket. Yep. 
and you feel kind of empty without it too. I know. It's like a it's level a, of security. It's a, you, it's a security you know? thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I, it's it, it does have a positive and negative fact uh, factor, like I said before. Yeah. But I think it's kind of mostly a negative factor. Mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of cancels out over the positive. Well, because also, like I said, with the plastic water bottle thing, we don't even know what Wi-Fi radiation or Bluetooth. Oh. Whatever. These we just switched to 5G do. LTE. Do you yeah. know how much radiation there is? People. No, did you see the 5G ultra wideband? Yeah. What is that? People, like, my phone doesn't even always say, look, my phone, do, I pay for 5G. Well, I, I don't. My phone, said, like, we have the I 5G even, plan. I'm not messing with that. Places in the U.S. don't even have, like, all places no. can't even hold the 5G now. No. And they're coming out with 5G ultra wideband. What is that? I don't know what that is. It already works Some fast radiation. Enough. I don't know. Shit and or like, whatever. We could have no eyeballs in the next like 40 years. We don't even know what the effect of that is. You know? And it's crazy to think. <laughs> Probably these LED lights are. <laughs> no, with the LED lights. <laughs> <laughs> the LED lights are definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's just, it's, it's so crazy to me. The phones for sure. It's like scary. My dad, he messes with me sometimes, and I, I'm pretty good with you know. I, I know, you know, a lot of old school shit and whatnot. He messes with me, be like, "Do you know how to use a rotary phone?" If you know, I'm like, "Yes, I do, Dad." Like the circle one, like the- you put your whole. If you want to call someone, you put it you in have to go, like, one, and then there's a little mm-hmm. silver, little um, like a little uh thingy or whatever and you put it around go around once hit the yeah. hit the silver thing let it go around da, da, da. he messes with me all that those kids that don't know how to use that mm-hmm. they would have the the wall phone and stuff yeah we used we to have, have one house phone yeah we used to have one attached to the wall we still had one of those and stuff we had the cute little one on the good i think it was on the computer table it was like yeah yeah in the little charging dock thing yeah yeah now we just have these things i know these Little Apple, slabs of mega radiation, and they're so expensive for no reason. Oh boy! I like, just got the new iPhone 13. It's crazy. It's expensive. no one would have this unless like there were there weren't plans. You no, know? no, not like at all. even then it's still like I don't know fifty seventy five dollars a month just to pay off this thing. And don't get me wrong, like I'm grateful because like you know I want a fancy new phone, but like you know like it's so much. I know, and like I feel like I just take it like it. Like take that for granted. Like I'm walking around with like a twelve hundred dollar phone every single day. It's another thing that's kind of too. This kind of goes back to the whole business analytics thing. The value of a dollar back in you know even like the forties and fifties and stuff. I mean, who the hell is gonna pay for how many how, like a bananas? You pay it by the pound or whatever. Mm-hmm. You probably had it for like seventy five cents or whatever. Even when my mom said like when she was in like the nineties, like. Everything is so much cheaper. Right. It, like, I see it it's a, changing. It's a supply and demand thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I learned, I'm learning it's, about supply and demand in microeconomics. It's so amazing. It's I, interesting. It I really is. It. And that's definitely something. It's a current issue. For sure. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other topic. I could but get into it, but, like, I'll be sitting here for a lot four of hours talking about my micro class. Yeah. I love it. It's amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just... Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I definitely feel as though today. There's so many factors. I mean, everything's getting more expensive. You look at gas um, in Connecticut, it's like three seventy five for a regular tank of gas. Yeah. It's crazy. So much. It's a lot because there's just such this demand for products. And I think the pandemic plays a big yeah, cause factor of in that because of shortages and stuff. I mean, you know what? I enjoy a good cup of Starbucks. And shortages, I will say. Shortages, 
I'm gonna say one thing for my class. Shortages change the quantity demand, but they don't change the demand from people. Mm -hmm. You know. Sure. And so then that makes the the price of them go up because it's costing more to get the ingredients and resources to make them. Right. So then it makes us mad. But like we still need it as much as we did when it was cheaper. Hundred percent. So you know, like you're never gonna not buy it. Right. So. Um, like I said before, there's this, um, I love myself a good Starbucks drink. I do. Um, there was this great drink that I love. Have you had the ham and cheese, like, croissant things? No, are they good? My <laughs> whole family, like, you're gonna have to, like, we went on a drive and all four of us were in the family. We were like, give me the ham and cheese, ham and cheese croissant. And all of us were like, <laughs> <clears throat> oh my God, I'm gonna have to try it now. No, it's so good. There was this one drink I used to love. It was, uh, uh, iced. It was a, I used to get the venti ice guava white tea with lemonade. Oh, that sounds... Guava. I Loved it. I don't think I've ever had anything guava-y. Guava? I never had it before. And this guy was in Barnes & Noble one day. He goes, you want to try this drink? And I was like, sure. That's sketchy. It was like a sample because the oh, Barnes & Noble has the Starbucks in them. Yeah, I don't read. He was so handing out drinks and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Why not? I love I love Barnes & Noble. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other topic. But um, And he handed me this drink and it was guava. What is this? I had to get it. Mm-hmm. My favorite, it became my favorite drink. I got all my friends to drink it. Yeah. Um, in high school, I got my like entire basketball was team that, to like, drink it. Was that like your first Starbucks drink? No. Like, not the first one. That was my first obsessive Starbucks drink. Okay. I think my, yeah. um, because before I used to get like the mango dragon fruit, then just like a regular cup of coffee. But mm-hmm. this one became like my obsession. My whole personality revolved yeah. around this one drink. And because of the pandemic, they discontinued guava because the supply and demand that they weren't getting the proper ingredients. Yeah. There was a point of where I would go to Starbucks and they'd be like, oh, we don't have it. I'm like, Argh. basic white girl being like, that's I don't have too. to drink. <laughs> that, that's the thing too with like, not too, not very many people demanded it. So they didn't have to spend more money to get it. I know. It was a popular yeah. drink. If they still popular. had it, you'd have to pay like, what, $6 for it or yeah. something for a little tall couple of it. Starbucks is crazy though. Yeah. My first drink I got, my sister got me into Starbucks. She got the ice green tea lemonade. <gasps> and I was like, this shit is amazing. That's and every a good single, one. And That's I was a still like, I don't even like, I used to have really bad social anxiety. Mm-hmm. So like my sister would order it for me and I like, and then I'd go in there by myself I'd still be like, like oh, I don't oh, know what the drink oh, is. <laughs> What's this drink? medium green tea lemonade, like you know. Why is Starbucks Star- so fucking specific? They're it's like, very stressful. It scares me. Like medium? Funny. I know. Large? I, I just say small, medium. Like, it's people gonna hate me, but yeah, I, 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 I do too. Like, yeah, medium, yeah. whatever. Grande. The refreshers, though? I like the refreshers. It's literally, like, it's so sweet, but it's like, just, it's just so good. It's great. I, I can't do more than, like, a medium, though. No. At that point, it's like, you're just drinking sugar. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I love um, Starbucks though, but yeah, that was the first time I tried that coffee drink. It was in um, uh, Barnes and Noble. I love Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble smells so yummy. It smells good. I love books, but like I, don't I love like, books. I, I the thing I think that books made me hate books though is school. Is just them forcing us to read them. This is another topic I, I had. Like, I discussed I didn't like them with. Anymore. I read all the time when I was little. This then is sixth grade hit. Right, and, and this is another them. topic I had. I will never ever become a teacher or a professor. God bless all of you people out there that want to decide to do that. The good ones. The good ones. Because I can't do that. And you know what? 
I hated reading when I was little. I really did. Because it I came to it. a fact of where they assigned you a book and you had to read it. I don't care if you liked it or not, their teachers basically said. Yeah. You have to read it. This was your summer reading that you had to do. It made me hate books. it. It made me hate it. Yeah. Um, once I got a little bit older, though, I um, started getting... I think I got more into science and stuff in middle school. That was kind of like my... Another great awakening for me, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And they gave me an option where, okay, they gave me a list of summer reading books, and I had to pick three from the list. This three one books book, to read? We would have to read four. <laughs> one would be an assigned book to read for the whole class to talk about, and then the other three is your own personal interest. That's still four books for the summer. Yeah. I can even do that now. I don't even know how I did that back then. But the first one of the, the books I read, I was in eighth grade. It was a Stephen Hawking book, A Brief History of Time. Mm-hmm. That right there alone started my science. Just I wanted to continue with that. And mm-hmm. it's he's Stephen Hawking is one of my favorite astrophysicists. He's um, I, I just I, I can't even describe the level of love that I have for him because he's so intellectual. Yeah. A very intellectual perspective. And I always was good with science. That was my only that was all the thing that I was always good at. But that was right there. I was like, I want to learn more of this. And astronomy became one of my first topics that I was like I love, and mm-hmm. then soon became chemistry and biology, and you know, so on and so yeah. forth. But like I, but going back to the whole book thing, when I found something that I loved personally, I took that and ran with it. I did, and that was when in high school came around with books. I I started to read what I wanted I to read. I read when I when I started reading in middle school, like having to read from like assignments from my teachers. I started reading comics, and mm-hmm. that was what. I read that, read comics. Comics are great. I, I love visuals. Don't get yeah. me wrong. There's nothing wrong with visuals. And I also, I, I was into, because when I was little, I always wanted to be a veterinarian. And I, like, I still kind of teeter back and forth. But it's like, I don't want to be kind of desensitized to a little dying animal on my table. You know I know. I mean? And then yeah. you also have to refuse. Yeah. Like, you have to refuse to treat, like, a little animal. Yeah. And, like, I can't do that. Yeah, no, like, I Like, I wouldn't, that. I don't have the heart to just... Say like I see someone an animal dying and it's like my only choice is to, you know, send it back home or put it down. You know, a lot of vets go through psychological issues too and stuff because it's like you have to deliver the bearing of bad news exactly to your parents being like oh and like I just didn't like little I Fido animals, passed away or whatever I couldn't do, like I I don't want that heartache and then you just become desensitized to it right. and it's like every other day you're just telling someone that your pet their pet died you yeah. know yeah and like you just become kind of cold you yeah. know what I mean yeah no I get that I do. And that's what, like, I I know so many facts about animals for no reason. All because I, I read I read more informational books. That's what interests me. I love, yeah, see, I, I think that that's... Even that's now, great. like, it's perfect because like, I'm a business major now. I read so many articles. I actually love reading the articles, yeah. you know? That's why I read a bunch of medical articles, too. I think it's, I, I love uh, current issues, especially with the medical field and stuff. And I know we have the pandemic and stuff, but when they find new research of different uh, potential cures for different diseases and stuff i think that that is great it really is it is really nice and i i love reading i do and i Mm -hmm. find i have a more appreciation for it these days i think as i get older and you have more appreciation i'll be able to read like you know actual stories yeah but like until then i just i can't sit and read a book i have too much going on in my mind like i do the thing where like you read the line four times oh yeah and you're not getting it yeah i have to and, read like, it over I, I can't sometimes. like i don't even know if it's like adhd or something like but like i literally can never stand still like, yeah. if you ever see me standing somewhere i'm swaying back and forth yeah. i'm tapping my foot i can't yeah. 
even like I feel bad because like sometimes when we we pray at home, like we just prayed um like as a me, my brother, and my mom, and I was sitting there, I was like tapping my foot and like looking around. I was listening, but I can't focus unless I'm doing something with my body. Mm. And like that's why I wear rings too. Yeah. I sit there like, like fidgeting. I sit there fidgeting yeah. and like I do the thing with my nails. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's like OCD and like yeah. ADHD or something. Like I just can't focus on something unless I'm doing something with my body. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like um, I, I that took me a while too because you know when I read books and stuff that were required for me. I, I couldn't concentrate. I'm like, what am I, what am I doing? Like, so I get distracted and stuff. I, mm-hmm. I just hated it, but it's because I'm being forced to do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, it's crazy to me. Um, no, but I, I do like reading and stuff. I love. I do love reading. Books are amazing. Yeah, they are. They're 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 bringing to a whole other world. I love Shakespeare. Have you read Shakespeare plays? Only because of school. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that's where I, I feel like that's where kind of everyone started. But I I love Shakespeare and stuff because I I learned the background of the books and, and his poems and stuff mm. and then it kind of just grew this whole thing of where I wanted to read more I wanted to get I also more. like poetry sorry to cut you off poetry, poetry is Shakespeare's poems are amazing mm. I, I absolutely love poetry I love writing poetry yeah. I just there's some times of where I don't write poetry every single day but there's a time of where I'm you like you read my friend Autumn's poetry oh, she's to. amazing I would love to write. I and she's like, mm, it's nothing. I just put it together. Oh, please. And my sister? Oh, please. Oh, my sister is a writer. She needs to write a book. Like, her writing is amazing. I have a couple friends who are amazing at writing and stuff. And, I'm just and it's like, like, how do you do that? Like, I mean, I can write oh some, God. like, informational essay yeah. and make it sound professional. But, like, the way, like, they, like, she words things and it's like, you just, like, some people are just gifted in that way. Yeah. You know? And I, I love that about people. We just talked about this. I love learning about people. People are just the most I love reading biographies. I, I think <gasps> I like biographies. I love I biographies. Like I like autobiographies and just biographies in general. I think yeah. great. I'm reading I told you I'm reading the Catherine Hepburn yeah. biography about her whole entire life. She wrote herself. Done, huh? Almost done. <laughs> I'm in the middle. We're in the middle of her career. It's an autobiography, so she wrote it herself. So it's not really edited per se. Yeah. It's just she just wrote it. She just wrote it. It's like a little she, diary. Yeah. Basically. That's cool. Crazy. Um, I love Shakespeare. I love Shakespeare poems. I just love plays. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of my favorite Shakespeare, my, not one of, the, my favorite Shakespeare plays, Macbeth. Love Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. I actually did read that. Macbeth is great. I did. I love A Midsummer Night's Dream, too. I love um, Shakespeare's whole idea of a comedy and a tragedy. Mm-hmm. I think there's just, because you have a tragedy, everyone dies at the end. You have a comedy, ends at a wedding. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. So I have a very fun I mean, that's appreciation how I like them, Yeah. They're funny all the time. I mean, what else are you going to do? That's my thing. Like, I can't, like, that's why I'm so chill about everything. And, like, I'm the best person to have in, like, a situation where everybody's panicking. Because, like, I'm just there, like, like, it's okay. We'll figure it out. We yeah. gotta, like, have a good mindset. Right. And it's like, I can't go through life crying about everything. Like, I, I mean, it's unhealthy to build up everything, and like, I'll have, like, these bursts, like, you know, happened a couple times last week. Like, I'll have these bursts where I'm just sobbing, and it's like... You need to let out your so emotions many things and stuff. built up. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I don't know, like, I'd rather just, like, have a... I, that, that's also the thing, too. I'm very optimistic, and, like, I just laugh about everything. Because, like, what are you going to do? Sit in class crying? Right. You know, everybody feeling sorry for you? Like, no. I don't want to, like, I don't want to feel sorry for myself. I don't want anybody else to feel sorry for me. It's like, right. you know, 
exactly. But I mean, I'm also not against, you know, talking about your feelings. I, I do I'm that. not either. You're literally like my therapist. I I told you, over a break. I was like, you're my rock at school. <laughs> like, I literally would not have survived like, being here. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I yeah. talk about Macbeth, right? Yeah, Shakespeare. Shakespeare. No, okay, yeah, this is one thing I love about Shakespeare plays, though. You can always relate it to modern day. Yeah. There's always something that, yeah, that's what it's I mean, a character in a play. It's comedy or it's a tragedy. Right. You know? and There's I, no in-between. That summarizes what we deal with on a day-to-day basis. But mm-hmm. that, like I said, that's one of the things I love about Shakespeare plays is that even though it was written during, you know, the Elizabethan era, during this whole, um, you know, Great Awakening and this and that and stuff, you can always relate it to life today yeah right and you well can... because everything that humans do has been happening for years and years and years it's right. not going to change it's just not. human nature human right. nature never changes mm-hmm. like even if we have phones and whatever we'll still need that human contact we'll need you know entertainment you know everything like it just it'll happen for generations it's right. just human nature it's who we are right no matter what inventions happen you can't change the way humans are wired right we're all different but we're all the same in the way of what we need and stuff, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely agree with that. All right, so we're going to try to keep our podcast in between, I guess, the 40-minute range. But um, So I guess we're towards the end of our podcast right now. So I guess something that we're going to do towards um, the end of our podcast is I guess we're just going to finish with... with something to think about. Right. We're going to just probably just either a quote or a little joke or something. So I guess to start off... Um, for our first ending for our podcast. Um, We're going to think about memories. Yeah. Because, like, even this whole thing and idea of a podcast started when, like I've said probably three times now, Athena asked me what my favorite movie was when I was little, and then we started talking about our toys, and we mm-hmm. started talking about our childhood. And nostalgia. Like, what kind of, yeah, yeah, very nostalgic. And I was debating between saying Inside Out, which has all the, you know, themes of core memory and sad as not big bong <laughs> so sad big i would cry at that movie and then monsters inc which actually brings me back to when i was little you know so it's like you know um but the quote is do you want to say anything else? no okay good. the the quote is from obviously of course um it's not from a book but it's from euphoria which is one show that everybody's watching but it's an amazing show it really is it just it's gut-wrenching, and you feel for the characters. And this happens when... This might be a spoiler, so if you don't want to hear the quote, or you want to hear the quote, skip to the quote part, because <laughs> I gotta give you some background information. Um, actually, no. I don't think this is a spoiler. They flat... Okay, in the most recent episode, I think it's episode four, five, four or five, they... Rue is going through it, and she flashes back to when... Her little sister was born and she's talking to her dad and like she's like oh can i have her like you know it's all cute and there's a bathtub scene where you know every little kid like remembers being in the bathtub being bathed by their family or their parents you know and i think that's like one of the biggest like things about being little is being clean the simple you life. can't clean yeah yeah you can't clean yourself and you're so it's so simple and you're so innocent and she's in the bathtub but they also show a clip of her at her dad's funeral and I think, I don't know if this is one of the last things he said, because he obviously died from cancer. And he said, memories exist outside of time and have no beginning or end. And I just started bawling. Because, it's very like, true. It is very so true. true. It is. Memories never go anywhere. Right. I mean, unless you're unfortunate enough 
to have Alzheimer's, mm. you know. <laughs> That's another yeah. topic. But memories will never go anywhere. And even then, with those patients... The pure and important ones. The, the pure, core memories that are... the core memories. Right, like inside out. And, like, even if you do have those that disorder, like I mentioned, like, that can all be, like... There are certain things you can... What is it? You know, like, neuro... Neurological. Yeah, and, like, they... Most of the time, they use music sometimes yeah. to bring back those memories. That's the people thing with people with Alzheimer's and stuff. Mm-hmm. The, one of the big research studies that show um, is that you can have someone who has forgotten everything, their family members, mm-hmm. their names and stuff. I mean, my grandma, she has dementia, yeah. Alzheimer's, and it's kind of the same thing. But um, we haven't tried this with her yet, but I've seen with other people and stuff what is it called? it's called something ther- ther- excuse me it's like music therapy, therapy or something, something. Yeah. yeah and what happens is it was so funny because in some videos that i saw you know you have you know 80 people so they most likely have grown there, up during one the actor. 1930s or the 1940s uh if you look at one of the famous singers tony bennett or whatever he has very heavy like dementia alzheimer's but one of the things that... Oh, wait, did you say Tony Bennett? Yeah. Did you him. see that? He was on 60, with, uh, 60 Minutes. Yeah, with Lady Gaga. Did you see that? Of course I did. Yeah, it was so my touching. Grandma, my grandma is he obsessed. Anything. Like, he couldn't even remember sometimes song names, but he knows exactly how they sound. Right. And he just... My grandma's a huge a fan of Tony voice. Bennett. If you go in um, her old car, she can't drive anymore, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, she's like every CD of Tony Bennett. Mm. She literally loved him. And I'm kind of curious to see because... This might be interesting. I might have to do that. Um, but, you know, when you play music, especially with people who are this, like, late in their lives, they grew up with such a different music kind of music. Part of, 1930s, music 1940s. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and the thing with Tony Bennett was, he knows, he just can't remember anything. But when he got up on that stage for his birthday celebration... It sounded like that he was just been doing that like every single day of his life. Mm-hmm. And I just, I thought that was so touching and stuff. Beautiful. And I just think that it's kind of not ironic, but you know, that was my grandma's favorite singer. It was. She loved yeah. Tony Bennett to pieces, and they both have Alzheimer's. That's crazy. I'm really curious to see if I played a Tony Bennett CD in front of her, if she would react you to that. You should try that. I would try that. You should. I think I might. Yeah. Like I said, like, I think. Even music is just a part of human nature. It's what brings... That's why I love music so much. It's joyful. It's the only thing that brings everybody together. It's joyful. Like, music is... There was some other quote, too. It was a... It was so beautiful. It was a commercial about how they were providing funding for schools. It was, like, a donation thing. And, like, the little kids were saying... They were talking about how music brings us all together. But, like, they couldn't, they obviously couldn't create it because, like, you know, they didn't have the funding for it. And that's why right. I was so gut-wrenching about the commercial. But, mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't amounting to anything because I can't remember the quote. But, you know, it's just crazy how music brings us together. No, and, and that's for also sure. the thing that will sure. be there for generations and generations. That's what will continue to bring people together. Yeah, definitely. Well, I guess we can talk about that in our next podcast. Yeah. Um, we should write a note. All right, so I guess we're going to end our podcast here. Um, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell, tell your family. Tell everybody. Tell your dogs. Tell your cats. Yeah. Your fish. Everybody. If everybody you guys know us, you'll know that, you know, we're not really one to be speaking like this. So this is kind of new for us as well. Yeah. But um, like I said, if you guys like us, definitely fun, share. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess just overall 
for a little takeaway message just since we talked about it so much you know yeah just like changes stay people. emphatic people stay emphatic always yes. be open to new things and never be afraid to try something new yes always try to you know basically what she said i can't really top that but yeah. you know, be the change you want to see exactly all right i'm athena i'm big <laughs> we'll see you next time